Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Tom, and as always, I'm with my gorgeous, intelligent, very hardworking <laughs> Wilderness Lodge cabin-loving yeah. wife, Michelle. Thank you, Speedy. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode on Sunday, September 25th. 2022. We hope everybody out there in Florida is watching the news and being prepared just in case Ian comes nearby. Looks like it might be okay for everybody, but we hope you're all safe out there. Yeah. Preparation and prevention, I guess, is the key. Yeah. If not, for, if not for this storm, then for a future storm. Right. We also hope everybody out there in the Cayman Islands and in Cuba and Jamaica, all that area, Jamaica, are staying safe. And everybody is recovering from Fiona going through right. uh, Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic and everything. Because that was really tough as well. Right. Even Canada got yeah. pretty smashed up. Yeah. Felt so, bad for the um, people in Nova Scotia. Yeah. Best wishes to everybody out there. That's what we, now that we're living our life here in Florida, we get all the storm news and we're always keeping an eye on (laughs) tracking the tropics, as they like to say. Um, We're doing a lot of that recently and especially with these storms that have come kind of nearby us. Exactly. And we are expecting to get some, I I think we're going to be on the side of it. We are on the uh, more Eastern side of the state. Mm -hmm. uh, So we will probably not get, just get a lot of rain and some wind, but uh, for everybody on the uh, West Coast over there near Tampa and mm-hmm. everywhere up to the Panhandle and who knows where it's going to land. Right. Um, we're keeping our thoughts with you and hoping everybody stays safe out there. Exactly. So enough about that though. Let's move on to more fun things. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You might want to sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Michelle is doing great things for the newsletter. It's all full of Michelle. This, uh, you look at it now and it's just, it's just so far ahead of what yeah, I used to do no, with it just months no, no. ago. Uh, she is doing such a great job with it. It's just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Well, thank you, sweetie. And I hope those of you who are receiving it, enjoy it. If you have anything else you'd like to see changed up on it, let me know. Yes, for sure. We always want to get your input so we can uh, make everything we put out there the best it could possibly be and something that you will enjoy taking in on a weekly basis. Another great way to follow along with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Yeah, I love what people share and that we get to really enjoy seeing the things they're doing. Like you've mentioned in the past, it's not always Disney. It's just happy things happening in their lives. And, you know, we need all that positivity and sharing it among each other is good. Yep. You know, this is the show of positivity and that's what that Facebook group is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. And that that's why we want to continue that on and everywhere we go, everywhere we are on social media right. or whatever it may be. Um you know, we, we you know we we don't bring this up enough. I feel with the show. I mean, yes, we mentioned that we're about positivity here, but you know, we've made a choice that with this show that we could steer the other way. <laughs> we could go out there and just say 
things just to draw in listeners, to draw in downloads, to draw in clicks or whatever. There are several sites and podcasts out there that do that, but that's just not who we are. So we appreciate each and every one of you that have joined us on this journey and come back, you know, whether it be weekly, whether it be monthly, how if you only listen to us once, we don't care. We're just happy that you joined us on this positive journey. Right. And it's really great seeing, too, the involvement of our listeners, you know. So whether it's, you know, interacting on social media or, you know, uh, sharing some fun things that are happening in people's lives on the Facebook group, you know, or people, you know, writing in or sending in either responses to things that we've talked about in our episodes or, again, sharing, like, their their um, favorite thing of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I love having people be involved in that, that we can all be having fun together. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly my same thought, Michelle. So well spoken, oh, as, thank you. as always. She is. <laughs> um, also, we are on YouTube. I think I'm going to have a new video coming out on YouTube this week describing or showing off just a little bit about this week's main topic. I will, we will talk about more of that here coming up very soon. So uh, you'll want to subscribe to our YouTube page. Just do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. When you are on YouTube, hit subscribe. And you'll know whenever we have that video or any other videos coming on. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, we got a great question this week. Yeah. Uh, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Podcast at gmail.com. Right. As Tom said, we're here if you have questions. You know, we, we're happy to try to help as much as, much as we can in giving some ideas or suggestions. Uh, but also, if you have questions about our podcast topic or want to share some of your feedback on the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, like I said, we had a great question this week from uh, Hyperion Adventurer Nick, mm-hmm. who had a question about a upcoming trip he has to Walt Disney World around New Year's. Um, we were happy to respond to him and... Although it seemed like he had it pretty much figured out already, already I think we just confirmed his thoughts. So um, it's always fun. So if you ever have any questions, but even if you just want to say hi, uh, please reach out to us. Yes, on the Gmail account, but even through social media, however you want to contact us would be great. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Now, if you want to help support this show in a way and get some swag out of it, well, there's a couple great ways to do that. One is through our Spreadshirt shop. I'm wearing currently the our Hyperion Adventures podcast joggers, more likely loungers in my case, because I don't (laughs) think I'll be doing any jogging in them, but they're very, very comfortable. I'm very happy with these joggers. Yeah, I was glad you brought it up because I was going to bring it up. And they look good on you. They're not, they're very more um, sleek looking in the sense that, you know, you think of some joggers from decades ago, I guess they were more like balloon or clown (laughs) pants. And these are, you know, are much more modern and slimmer looking. Yeah. At it. They look great. They're very comfortable. They got pockets, drawstring. Um, like you said, they're slim fit down the legs. Uh, they're just very, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a lot of relaxing in my joggers, <laughs> a lot of lounging in my joggers, but uh, they're very comfortable. But we got lots of stuff over there on the Spreadshirt shop. I uh, just go to spreadshirt.com, do a search for Hyperion Adventures podcast and all our stuff will come up there. You can also just go to any of our social media profiles right there. We'll have a Linktree account and included in that Linktree account is a connection straight over to our Spreadshirt shop. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that I don't know, I was talking to you about it today earlier, but you did know. um, But if you're looking at that site the first time and you're picking something out, you can adjust the size or the location of the logo on the article that you're purchasing. So it's not like you're kind of stuck with what they 
what's listed there. You have some customization powers. Yeah, which is really, really nice. If you want the logo larger, if you just want a little bit of the logo on there, whatever you want, if you want it in a certain place on your mm -hmm. body, that's great. And they're all, like I said, there's all sorts of different items, all sorts of different colors. Um, just go and check it out and see for yourself uh, what might interest you. Again, we got the hashtag Real Men Love Frozen stuff mm -hmm. there. We got the I'm heading to a Hyperion Adventureland stuff there. And of course, our traditional logo. And we're coming up on a holiday season. We have our holiday logo stuff there as well, yeah. which you might want to check out. Actually, I got to go update that because I think there's some new items that we might want to add the holiday logo to sometime nice. in the next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, also, there's another great way is that is through our Patreon page. You just go to patreon.com slash Hyperion Adventures podcast. Check out our different tiers. They start as low as $2 per month and you get some swag out of that just for joining in on that kind of fun as well. Yeah, and we really appreciate those of you who are helping support this podcast. So it, it just makes it much easier for us because it's not a freebie thing, but we love doing it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So uh, thank you for everybody, like Michelle said, who is already a Patreon member and anybody who wants to become a Patreon member in the future. Right. So now before we get into this week's show. But there's also other ways that you can help support this that are free. Yes, that's true. That is true. By either telling people about this podcast and encouraging them to listen or giving us a five-star review with a review attached to it. So Yes, a five-star rating, a five-star review. Uh, always you. very <laughs> helpful uh, with some little algorithm thing that I don't understand, but it works. It helps people find, are looking for shows that are similar to this um, kind of come up on the, as they're doing a search. And so we appreciate right. everybody who's also there who's already giving us a review. Um, we, you are very, very generous on your comments about this show. Right. Yeah, right. for thank sure. You. So thank you, Michelle, for bringing that up. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. Now let's move on right. to, well, actually, before we move on to this <laughs> week's information, we kind of like to always take a look back at the week that was, you know, because there's highs, there's lows, there's twists, there's turns, but there's always that bright spot, that favorite thing mm -hmm. that we like to enjoy from every week. And we like to express that here with my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, you know, we always start with Michelle because, <laughs> you know, she has the best list. She does the best research. She definitely has the very best tips, but she almost always has the best my favorite thing from this week. So, Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Uh, well, my favorite thing this week, um, and thank you for your generous compliments. That's so sweet. Uh, my favorite thing this week really kind of has a lot to do with what our topic of the week is. Um, but intermingled with that, I would say getting to connect with our niece, uh, Nicole, which we haven't gotten together in, in for a long time. So, you know, um, having the opportunity to have dinner, playing a jungle cruise game <laughs> together. And who won that game? Oh, wait. Anyway. It definitely wasn't me. <laughs> I think I sunk my jungle cruise boat. But anyways, it was a great fun evening and, and having that together uh, with family was so special. Yes, that was a lot of fun for sure. Yeah, um, a lot of fun. Uh, all, most of my favorite things from this week are going to be expressed within this episode. Right. Just a spoiler alert to what we're about <laughs> to talk about here. But I, I will talk about a, a cup, one other thing that um, we got to do this week that was uh, a favorite thing from this week. And that is recording with Frank and Jen, right. the Dillos. 
uh, from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. Yes, we expressed it last week that we were really looking forward right. to doing it, having that date. We did record with them this week. That episode will be airing next week. We'll be dropping that episode next week. But um, it was just so nice to catch up with them again because I didn't realize how long it had been right. until they brought That's it incredible. up. Yeah. It had been a quite a long time and it was just good to have a nice conversation with them once again. It, you know, I always know it's going to be fun, but it's always more fun than I ever think it's going to be. So it was great. Such great people. Definitely. If you're not checking out Theme Park Thursday with Dillas Diz, go find it on whatever podcatcher you mm -hmm. subscribe to because they have a great show as well. And they do lots of fun stuff and they're all over social media and they're just great Disney content yeah. creators. Um, and you will want to follow along with them. So that was fun for this week. And we have, believe me, I have lots of other stuff that's going to come up in this episode that is my favorite thing from this week. Uh, we also did get a my favorite thing this week from one of our mm -hmm. listeners and guests recently <laughs> on our show, um, Camille Cotton, who you may have heard last week in our you know five favorite pop versions of Disney songs episode, had this. She said, our favorite thing of the week was listening to the latest episode. We had a blast recording it with Tom and Michelle and Lorelai had fun dancing to it. <laughs> And she posted the video on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group of Lorelai oh. dancing to many different songs. Yes. And she's as adorable as always. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's so adorable. Words can't even say how adorable she is. I, I, I think, uh, you know, what I was telling you was I'd love to put that out there and say, this is how much fun you can have right. listening to our podcast. But she is just so full of life and and. Got a good singing voice, too. Yes. yes. We knew was, she could dance, but now hearing her sing. Singing, dancing, it was the whole nine yards. Yeah. It was great. And I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think half the reason we do these music-based episodes <laughs> is just so we can hopefully get a video of Lorelai dancing, right. because she still is our cutest Hyperion adventurer, for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So... Anyway, enough about all that. Let's go ahead and move on to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week. Well, eh, just, it's still a little slow as Sell we're catching it, up for Sell D23 it. Expo. But I do have one thing I want to talk about outside of our main topic. And that is we now know a little bit more about when you'll be able to use Magic Band Plus at the happiest place on earth and a few details about it when it arrives. Sure. And we will also be breaking down a little bit of the first three episodes of Andor today, which we're excited to talk about oh, as really? well. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that'll be a lot of fun. Michelle tries to scramble to get that together. But let's go ahead and give her time to prepare by moving on to our main topic of the week. So this week, we teased it. Actually, we teased it last week that we had something exciting in the works, something that we've been looking to do for a long time, something that is on our bucket list that we mm -hmm. finally would get to check off. And we were lucky enough this week to get to experience, yes, the Cascade Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge Resort. Yeah, they are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Just as you'd expect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert on a review of the cabins right there. They are wonderful. <laughs> well, I know we're going to go into more, more detail. So that's just like a general overview, like a one word, right. summarizing it in one word. 
So hopefully you saw our little video that we put out there on social media of us when we first arrived there. We just kind of talked about it and how, how nice it was right at the beginning. Are you okay over there? You seem a little fidgety in your new chair. Yeah, <laughs> it's just trying to get it to the right location. <laughs> Michelle has a brand new chair and she's just getting, she's breaking it in, getting it used to it right in the middle of our show. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. It's fun. It's fun. Let's people peek into our lives That's a little bit. True. So, yes. Um, as we're moving into our new home, we're gradually adding more and more furniture, eventually hoping to stack at this studio and have it yeah. ready to go. And one of those pieces is Michelle's new chair. Yeah. So thought I was going to have a matching chair with yours, but it's a little it, too large for yes. your, your teeny tiny body. <laughs> There's only one king in the household. Didn't take us long to move off the subject here. Yeah, sorry. Um, back to what we were talking about here. Yeah, the Cascade Cabins at Disney's Wilderness Lodge Resort. You may have seen them if you happen to go on uh, Bay Lake on one of the boats there, or you've probably seen them advertised or whatever. They are those cabins that are right out front of the lodge, right on the water. Right. I mean, eh, a little bit off the water. They're not like the bungalows at uh, the Polynesian Village Resort, where the, which are like over the water. Right. Uh, yeah, actually in the water just right. elevated here. right these are a little bit off the water but the the views were were spectacular right right yeah it's um you know the, there's 26 in all we were actually on the end one yes. which was kind of cool um so you do get different very different views i think if from where they start to where they end um but all beautiful views with you know, great little features associated with those views. Right. So here's how this whole thing came about. Michelle was looking online. We had some points saved up because of the fact over the last year plus, you know, between the pandemic and between our move and everything else, we haven't been using as many of our vacation club points right. as we may have normally used in a, a given year. So we had these points banked up. And when she was looking online, she saw the cabins become available for a couple days, which is one of those things we've always wanted to do. So, and what really made it good is it, it they were at their lowest point consumption of, of the year. Right. So, I mean, it wasn't like we, we decided to pick spring break or right. you know, yes. Christmas to do this. Yes. Um, you know, it's all relative. You know, <laughs> lowest points is still a lot more. This, you know, it's enough points for two nights to have most people's full vacations right. in a really nice place. <laughs> exactly. Um, but we, we, we thought about it. Michelle went ahead and booked them figuring, hey, you know, we, we didn't even know if we'd be able to go with my old job situation and right. my new job situation, if that was going to work out, but better to book it when it became available at this low point total and then cancel later than to find out we could have done it and not have booked it and gone away. Right. So we went ahead and, and did it. Luckily it worked out with the transition for my new job. I was able to get the couple nights off and I, I can't express this enough. We're so happy that it worked out this way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was really, um, you know, people who have DVC, uh, membership already know this, that, you know, even just to book out in advance, there's limits on where you can book it in advance further out with your home uh, location. And this is not one of our home locations yet. Possibly. But, but also, you know, keeping an eye, like Tom said, just keeping an eye out from time to time to see what becomes available. Um, you know, we end like 
we almost ha- thought we were going to have to cancel once we had them booked. So, you know, sometimes throughout the year, things do pop up. But this was just one of those where the stars aligned, where it was, you know, the cheapest time of the year for the points. And uh, they were available. Yes. And it was a splurge. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was a significant splurge in our points. Uh, yeah, but w- there was something we always wanted to do and it just worked out timing wise. So we thought we'd d- take the plunge and right. uh, and see what it was all about. So we had taken a tour of one of them, one of the cabins before. So we had had a look at mm-hmm. them and we know we, we liked them. It even right. drove us more to wanting to do this at some point, put it on our bucket list even higher because of that. And so when this became available, we decided to go ahead and jump on it. So, uh, so this all took place from um, Monday with the day we checked in, which mm-hmm. was September 19th. And then we checked out on Wednesday, uh, September 21st. So just a couple nights stay. Um, but I, I think we, we really enjoyed that time there at the, at the, the cabins. And that's what we did. We spent a lot of time at the cabin. Since right. we did spend so many points on it, uh, we decided yeah. let's go ahead and commit to being here and enjoying this cabin during right. this short amount of time we were going to be staying there. Right. I think the only time that we were in the park was very early on before the cabin became right. available on that day that, that we really... Yeah. So that's what happened on Monday the 19th. Actually, Michelle and Scott, our son, uh, went up early. I was working that day. I wasn't going to get off work until about 3.30ish. So that means, you know, by the time I changed out of my scrubs and, and you know, loaded up the last of the stuff into the car and drove out there. I wasn't going to get there till a little after five. So uh, Michelle and Scott took advantage of the day and went out and visited, took a little visit to Magic Kingdom Park. Yeah. And again, it was one of those things with great timing. Um, Scott's not a big fan of the parades. We arrived just as the parade ended. So we got through and it kind of help decrease the crowds and things like that too. But um, yeah, it was just a fun day. The temperature was milder than what it's been lately. So that made it really good. We got a little sprinkles on us, but nothing that even warranted taking out any rain gear um, and, and had fun. And then um, once our room, once we got notified that the room was available, we were actually able to get over there. We had brought up some, some more of the food, perishable foods, um, and got them out of the car and into the refrigerator and everything like that and put away so that once you got there a little bit later than that, I think probably about what an hour later, mm-hmm. not much later, um, then we were already kind of a little bit more able to feel settled in at that moment. It does, just like um, many of the DVC resorts that are one bedroom or above, it does have a full kitchen. Mm -hmm. And we took advantage of that during our stay to kind of cut curb some of our costs and to also... Um, you know, just be able to enjoy more meals there within the cabin. And I, I said all along, it's like, you, you, if you saw how much food we brought with <laughs> us, you know, just different items. And we took some of it away with us, but you would have thought we were staying there for like at least four or five <laughs> days and not just two nights because it was, we had a lot of stuff. It was pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so I arrived a little after five, um, and got to join in and wow. Um, Michelle, what were your first impressions of the cabin going in there when we got to stay? Um, well, you know, like you had said, we had already kind of toured it. So just knowing this time walking in that there wasn't somebody with us, that this was going to be ours to get settled into, um, and, and have a really good time, I I thought was just really fun, you know, and it was good having, you know, Scott with us in this type of room because it actually, it is a two bedroom, Mm -hmm. um, 
uh, type of, of, of a house or, you know, uh, room. So that gave him his own room, uh, which is an, an advantage over the one bedroom. So that, yes, we have enough sleeping room, but this actually gave separate areas. Um, I just thought everything seemed to be, you know, they always use the term well-appointed and things like that. But yeah, really convenient. The layout was convenient. Um, and all the little extras, you know, um, you know, in the master bedroom, uh, having the, uh, the bathtub that had the little bubblies was nice. Although knowing that just outside the door, you had your own hot tub. So. <laughs> um, but just a lot of li a lot of nice features, a, a nice size dining room table that could fit several people. Uh, or if people wanted to sit around the little um, island as somebody was cooking, there were stools for there too. So they just had a lot of things to make, especially if you were going to have a party there, yeah. um, have a lot of things that you could accommodate more people that maybe not necessarily staying overnight. Right. Uh, this place is hit, hit really... If you wanted to get it even just for one night, I, we, I mean, I'd suggest wanting to stay a full day there, not having to get in at, you know, four or later and then mm -hmm. check out at 11 the next morning when you're using that many points. You know, I'd li like to have a full, at least one full day right. in it. That's why we did that two nights uh, there. But it, totally, if you can book it for a party, it's a great place mm -hmm. to entertain for, for one night during your vacation or whatever it may be. Um, because it's, it's spectacular space. Um, you, you get your own, by the way, you get your own little parking area that's nearby, right. whether depending on where your cabins are, ours was cabin 8026, which was the farthest one right. uh, away towards the Fort Wilderness side of Wilderness Lodge. So if you're, if it's the farthest one away from Magic Kingdom, right. the most towards Fort Wilderness, right. um, it was great uh, in that it, we had, you know, we had the nice view of the lake. Um, we could see the contemporary. We could see Bay Lake Tower. Um, we did have somebody on one side of us, but the other side, it was just, you know, the trees right. and the wilderness, you know, at the Wilderness Lodge. Right. Um, and you had a lot of trees out in front of you as we were watching these squirrels leap from tree to tree, <laughs> which was kind of fun. Right. Um, the nice thing that they do in how they have it set up is even though you're next to somebody, they, there are trees, so it's not mm -hmm. a, a complete view, but also where the windows are set up, mm -hmm. like... Our bedroom and bathroom window was on the side of their place where they didn't have windows mm -hmm. that they yeah. could see in or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, the place is set up. It says it sleeps eight, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that that's, you know, the best you could. I mean, technically, if they don't know about it, you could probably sleep some more on the floor right, or whatever, right, you know. Uh, <laughs> but there are, there are two bedrooms. Uh, there's the main master bedroom, which is really nice. It has... Um, you know, the large bed, you know, yeah, big TV, um, lots of cabinet and, mm -hmm. and drawer space uh, leads into the master bathroom that has, uh, you know, water closet, big rain, huge, really large shower right. with the rain type uh, right. head as well. Um, big. It has a large um, whirlpool bathtub. Mm -hmm. If you, we didn't take advantage of that, but if you wanted to, you could double sinks, uh, really, really large bathroom space right. there as well. Uh, over the second bedroom. And a lot of storage space, like a yeah. lot of um, drawers to put yeah. clothes away, the, uh, larger than most places, closet. And even the nightstands had yeah. very long, large. And even space clothes. under the bed to put your, your right. suitcases or whatever. Right. Lots of room there for you. Right. Um, over the second bedroom, it's 
fairly decently sized as well. And actually has a really nice window where, you know, I mean, especially when we were out there on the end, um, Scott liked to keep that open and he could look out. And because we were on the end, there really was right. hardly anybody walking, walking by. Yeah. So I uh, had a great view out there. Um, that has, I believe it's a queen bed in mm -hmm. there. And then it also has kind of a trundle. You've seen these a lot. Um, in the newer resorts that are like below the TV where you just it, you pull right. it out and mm -hmm. a little bed, a little single right. bed um, drops down for a, a little one there. Right. Um, it has great closet space in there as well. Lots of drawers, um, even a little sitting area by the window that right. has drawers underneath mm -hmm. it. So uh, this that's one thing. This place has tons of storage all the right. way through it. Um, great hallway with a, it's got a, a really cool um, kind of chandelier as you enter mm -hmm. in. You might be able to see it in our um, our title picture. I took I put a, uh, a snapshot nice. of it uh, there as well. Um, leads to another bathroom. It also has it has its own toilet area mm -hmm. um, plus shower and sink area that also has a rain shower right. as well there. So you know you, even if you're in the second bedroom, you're not missing out on that right. kind of um, nice. Uh, amenity right um washer and dryer another closet mm -hmm. and that's all before you even hit the living room area right with a giant tv fireplace right. the kitchen table that fits eight along with the kitchen island where you can sit some people if right. you want several comfortable chairs and then again you go outside and there's the you know the jacuzzi there right. not jacuzzi hot, hot tub, tub there um, there's a large wooden picnic table and it wraps around to the other side of the fireplace. Now you can turn the fireplace on on the inside and it also goes to the outside, that right. same fireplace. So you can sit there and look at the fire on yeah, the outside. And you, glass on both sides. Right. right. And then you might think, okay, well, who needs a fire in September in Florida <laughs> when it's 90 degrees right. out? It doesn't radiate that much no. heat, but it does look, it really looks cool and, and adds to the ambiance right. of the, of the, where you're staying and you can even alter the color of it. So it'll like, it has this background color of it. So you can change it to green, red, purple, mm -hmm. blue, whatever you want, or just, you know, turn it off and just have the fire there. And it's, it's all, it's just, you, you turn on a switch just as if you're turning on a light and right. it ignites itself. You don't need to worry about getting out matches or turning right. on the gas or anything. It all handles itself. It's really, really simple, but it's really, really adds to, like I said, the ambiance of the whole experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of going back to the first part, the, the uh, amenities and the toiletries is by far more than I've had in anything. And, and that includes when we've been in concierge and things like that, uh, especially on the Disney cruise ship. But I mean, they, it's not just the shampoo conditioner and body lotion, but they, and soaps, but they also have like toothbrushes, shaving kits, mouthwash, mm -hmm. um, mending kit, shoe kit. I mean, they had everything. Yeah. All in that H2O stuff that right. uh, you yeah. know, you love, everybody loves who's gone to Disney. Mm -hmm. you know, it's all over the place. You get so much. It's crazy. Right. right. Um, and so many towels too, by the way, oh my God, you yes. have so many towels there. You don't have to worry about running out of towels. Uh, even if you have a party going right. on there. And like right. I said, this is a great place for a party. I, we're talking about all this space. You could fit a lot of people in there. And we've heard, you know, rumors of people throwing like Super Bowl parties right. there. And, and you know, 
you know, it could be a, a wedding shower mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it might be, a birthday party. It's a great, I, I would say it's a wonderful space if you want to splurge on somebody to do right. something really, really special for them for a night or two nights or whatever. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, when you go outside also, another great thing about it is that there's music piped in outside. Right. You get that Disney background music <laughs> right outside. There is a little dial right next to where you would turn on the bubbles in the hot tub right. that you can turn it louder or quieter. So you don't have to have it if you just want to enjoy the right. nature. But if you want to turn on the music, it's kind of like the background music that I think it comes from the television. I think it's actually from the fireworks channel that mm-hmm. it comes from. I'm guessing on it. Um, but it really is not. We had it on the whole time. Right. We just yeah. enjoyed walking outside. Right. It's not firework music all music. time. No, it's no. Just, it's all like different kinds of background music. Right. Yeah. Um, so we would have that on. We got there that night. We decided to go right outside with the, some a couple glasses of wine and just enjoy mm-hmm. looking out at Bay Lake and watching the boats go back and forth right. and everything and just uh, took it all in and it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it can be, like Tom said, it can be a great place for a party or it can also just be a, you know, very quaint respite kind of mm-hmm. location of yep. just, you know, decompressing. Yeah. So we continued on with the night. Michelle made a nice little dinner for us, and we enjoyed that around our little dining room table Mm -hmm. there, uh, which was really spectacular. Um, Then we decided to take a dip in the hot tub. Because, I mean, you got a hot tub there. You (laughs) got to put it to use. It started with just dipping our feet in, and then eventually we just went all the way into the hot tub. What what did you think of the hot tub? It was great. It was, uh, you know, um, it it was a little hotter outside than probably what would have been idealish or optimal for the hot tub but it didn't matter it was still great it was still a lot of fun um really powerful jets yeah you know i mean not painful but definitely if you had any kinks it was gonna work them out for you for sure better than any hot tub that you know like if you've been on a cruise ship or even at the pools you know by the the resorts or this one it was great right it's not a huge hot tub but you know the three of us fit in it easily Easily. i would say probably four people is a good amount that could go in that hot tub you know if you're a close-knit family uh then maybe you could fit another one or if you got little ones that that are you know could be of age to go in there um be fine it's gated off so you don't have to worry about the little ones straggling in there there's a a unique little system to open up the gate to go in there yeah process system right. yeah they also have a phone right there in built into it so if you need to call for whatever guest services or you know god forbid there's an emergency there's a phone right outside there um so we enjoyed that dried off and then you know nighttime came and guess what we also got to witness out there that's right the fireworks happened right there we had an excellent view yeah. of the fireworks right over the contemporary yeah i think when we first checked in and looked at it we thought oh we might catch a little bit of you know, maybe a side of it or whatever, but it was fabulous. I actually, um, we were talking that night compared to having a theme park view even, felt like it was a, a lot more spectacular from that location. Yeah, we were trying to decide why that felt that way. I think that maybe it was kind of, a, it was a relative with the spatial difference that you're seeing mm-hmm. there because, you know, when we were at the theme park view at Bay Lake Towers, you know, you see all of uh, Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. there. And so, you know, in the Magic Kingdom, it looks a little small. And so when the fireworks go over, uh, maybe it doesn't, it, it's not as grand looking. Right. I mean, it's great. Don't get me right. wrong. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything, but they they looked, it was the same fireworks show we saw there. Right. But it looked bigger for yes. whatever reason from yes. this angle. Um, and it helped that also, like I said, the music channel is there. It's piping in. 
the music yeah, that from timing, the fireworks. Right. It's synchronized with the fireworks at right. that moment. Mm-hmm. So you got to enjoy that as well. And we got to see on two different nights with two different fireworks shows right. because the second night was also Mickey's Not So Scary. Right. Uh, so we got to see those fireworks and hear the sound from that as well. Yeah, I think this time of year, and I'm sure probably during uh, Mickey's, you know, during the very Merry Christmas party time of the year that you get the potential of having two different fireworks Mm -hmm. displays while you're staying there, if you're staying there a couple nights. Right. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. Also had a great view of the, uh, um, the electrical water pageant Mm -hmm. as that came by, um, the Wilderness Lodge as well. Right. Um, that was just, it seemed like it was right out there yeah. for us and you could hear that really well and right. see it uh, for the most part. There was one part of the angle that was kind of direct on that you couldn't see quite as clearly, but most of it, um, you had a really good angle yeah. of where we were. Yeah, I think with that, with the electrical, especially when you're, you're actually kind of close to that compared to any of the mm-hmm. other resorts when you're staying there at the cabins, um, is that it's dependent to like how much it drifts or what angle mm-hmm. it's pulled into um, to determine how how straight on you're seeing it or whatever. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was fun. So that was, we did all that all in our first night because yeah. we were taking advantage of it. We spent a lot of time out <laughs> on the porch because that was the, I mean, the whole cabin's great. Right. I mean, you could spend time in the living room the kitchen, the bedrooms, they're all great. But being out there, you know, you're, you're on the water, you right. know, looking at, you know, one, the water, but also these great trees and everything around there. We spent a lot of time just sitting out there and looking out um, in, in, at that. Oh, there's also a great ceiling fan out there. So it kind of keeps the air circulating mm-hmm. a little bit right. within there. So even though you're outside and it could get a little warm, kind of keeps a little right. breeze when there's not a breeze going to kind of help yeah. you um, stay a little more comfortable when you're on the porch. Um, so that was it for the first day. Next day we got up and of course, immediately we made coffee. Yes, there's coffee maker in the room. Mm-hmm. There is coffee supplied for you. Not as much as we would have liked yes, coffee kinda, supplied, yeah. um, but it was enough for us. Right. Um, made coffee and of course, right out back onto the porch and coffee in the morning as yes. the sun was rising over Bay Lake. And yeah, you got some good shots. It there. was a really, 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 really nice way to start the day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, again, very peaceful, relaxing, but you know, enjoyable nonetheless. It, it just had, um, I mean, I guess comparable to somewhat comparable to the feel at, um, Fort Wilderness cabins in the sense that you could sit outside and be, uh, you know, at the, um, picnic table kind of thing and look at things around, but this was a lot more peaceful and you were enclosed in a screened in porch yeah and of course uh, every cabin might vary a little bit i do think that the you still get a nice amount of privacy and a nice amount of wilderness around you on any of the cabins i mean the more you get towards the main area of the lodge and the pools and everything it's going to be a little more active a little more busy than we were on way at the end so we hardly had anybody around us it seemed like um but it still was really nice out there the one thing i would say is that there was the cabin next to us um what faces us there is like their uh, air conditioner compressor and some stuff right. some, from the hot tub. So you would get a little bit of that sound. Right. Uh, that was the only thing that was kind of distracting mm-hmm. about being mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Everything else was great about being on the on the back porch. That's why we spent a lot of time out there. Um, we decided that quick early on on this trip that we weren't going to go and do a lot 
of the parks mm-hmm. um, while we were there because we were spending so many points because right. this was kind of an, you know, in a way an expensive stay that we were going to take advantage of every minute we could get in yeah. this cabin. So we spent, you know, I mean, we did explore around, you know, the wilderness lodge. Mm-hmm. You always want to go because the wilderness lodge is one of the best places. Some, some will argue it's the best place to visit right. as far as the ambiance and the decor mm-hmm. and everything else at the entire Walt Disney world resort. Uh, we wanted to take that in and just kind of walked around the grounds a little bit and, and saw that we were, you know, so that was the, one of the few things we did to get out and around, but um, mostly we stayed in the cabin. We went, uh, you know, hence all the food, hence all the food. <laughs> uh, we had more, you know, wine or actually, no, we had cocktails and I made guacamole and right. my chips and guacamole, fresh guacamole. And Michelle, delicious. what drink did you make for us to enjoy while we were sitting out there on our back porch on the, what was it? The Tuesday afternoon. Right. Well, we had tiki, 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 tiki rooms. Yes. Michelle, <laughs> made those for us she brought all the ingredients made them it was a little trickier than we expected because they she thought there was going to have like some cocktail shakers and right. some measuring things there <laughs> they do they, they they have a lot of stuff for you to cook with they didn't have those things there yeah. so yeah, she had did, to improvise a little bit right the only measuring cup they have is like they have one of the pyrex uh, measuring cups and that one happened to be in the dishwasher when i was making the the uh the drinks anyways but that's you know it's not as precise as like when you're you know have like jiggers and things like that so when you're trying to figure out is this an ounce or is that an ounce and a half or you know well michelle did a good job of improvising they all they turned out great we had a couple <laughs> lovely cocktails as we were sitting out in the back porch watching the boats go by enjoying ourselves some nice cocktails right that, were more tropical than they were wilderness, but it was still really, really good. You know, so, like adventure land. Yeah. Um, so we enjoyed that and had a good day. Um, later on, I, I created some flatbreads. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a grape goat cheese prosciutto flatbread. Mm-hmm. And we also did uh, more of a traditional kind of pepperoni flatbread right. for Scott. Yeah. Um, and your niece came over and, and we sat down and had a nice yeah. meal together to enjoy the evening. Right. Yeah, that was nice. Um, for sure. That's why I said it was like my favorite thing of the week getting together. But it, you know, again, it, it really is an easy place to do like you made the the flatbread from scratch you know everything we cooked was from from scratch even though you well i guess one of our dinners was a little bit more processed but yeah uh, not really <laughs> fish tacos but um but anyways you know you you at least have the ability if you wanted to do something i'm not saying to you know prepare a huge five course meal there or anything like that you could you no. could yeah um but anyways, it just, it has the space. You feel like it's open enough space that you could do mm-hmm. that. But you also have options, you know, mm-hmm. if you're around, you know, I mean, it's not that far to get down to Geyser Point, right. uh, you know, the grill there, um, the Roaring Fork, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, in, in uh, the Wilderness Lodge itself. Yeah. And of right. course, and there's both a, of those have mobile order. Right. And then, of course, there's other great dining options there as well, if you want to do that. Right. But, you know, you got this great space, you got this great kitchen. Right. Um, you know, why not, you know, make at least a few things, you know, I, I would suggest always that you at least have stuff for breakfast there, you know, right. and then if you're going to the parks, if you're mm-hmm. going out to eat, you know, later for dinner, at least, you know, your breakfast stuff is kind of handled right, for you. Exactly. So, and since you have the full refrigerator, since you have uh, a full oven, kitchen mm-hmm, toaster, mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff. Uh, ice maker. Uh, did Ours had yes. an ice maker as well. It was making ice for us. So right. it was nice for our tiki, 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 tiki runs. Yes, you know. yes. So. 
Very good. So we we had dinner. We uh, went down to the Roaring Fork. Speaking of that, and picked up a couple of desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, since we didn't really bring much for dessert, we did go pick some of those up there right. and tried a couple things. Not our favorite desserts, but right. they, I mean they were good. They mm-hmm. just weren't amazing. Yeah, I think we've been spoiled by staying at some resorts that have. Uh, a little bit more variety of mm-hmm. what you could get for desserts. Um, they were know. better looking than they were tasting. I'll yeah, say that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, they they carried us through. They carried us through. Well, and we also had the disadvantage: the store had a problem with their freezer; it broke down, so um, it didn't have some of like you know easily pull out like Mickey bars or whatever. Although I think they did have them. They I think got, it was up and running by that them, time. Yeah. yeah. Or had them on mobile order at yeah. least or something anyway. like that. But yeah. But anyway, we still, we got the desserts and, you know, enjoyed them. They weren't, mm-hmm. you know, every, like I said, they, they looked better than they tasted, but mm-hmm. they weren't terrible. They right. weren't bad. Um, they maybe just a little too more sweet than yes. we would have preferred. Excessively but, sweet. Yes. Um, but they were good. Um, and we went out back on the porch and we played that game of Jungle Cruise yeah. that Michelle brought along. <laughs> we brought board games along with us to entertain ourselves. It's and, a great place to play games. Yeah. Uh, it was a great table and we had a yeah. great time out there. I enjoyed that and that was fun. And yes, Michelle won. She is the best. <laughs> she is the best. You know, she has the best list. You know, she does the best research. Well, apparently out of our family, she is the best Jungle Cruise skipper. I don't know if that's true. I think that was the first time I've won. Every time, like when you and I have played, you've always won. So I, it was like, that was unique. It tends to be, it's, I, I think Michelle is on a roll since we've come to Florida. She's winning more and more often recently. <laughs> I don't know. Scott and I played the Goofy game last night while watching the movie and he won by one point. Oh, there <laughs> we go. There you go. Uh, so anyway, we played that. Um, Nicole went on her way. That's mm-hmm. Michelle's niece. And but we still got to catch the fireworks, which mm-hmm. were the not so scary fireworks, which were nice. The electrical water pageant again. And uh, after a while, you know, sitting out there with a glass of wine, we decided to call it another evening. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was nice. We woke up the next day, had a little breakfast, checked out and uh, just uh, we're raving about our time at those Cascade Cabins at the Wilderness Lodge, right? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think we've tried to, you know, share with you our feelings about it, some of the things we did about it. You know, it, I guess, a little difficult to describe it. Um, you know, I think it's elegant rustic, but not so elegant that you feel uncomfortable there. It's it feels very homey yeah. for this, you know, right. ridiculously crazy space that you're staying in. It feels, yeah. you feel like it's quaint at right. the same time. Right, right. But, you, you know, you do have the upscale of, you know, a fireplace there, um, the woodwork, especially for like the table and everything were mm-hmm. beautiful, the granite tops. Um, it has these automatic shades if you want to yeah. close the windows or whatever, right. even though, because it's really high roofs, elevated roofs with these giant i don't think i mentioned these these giant picturesque windows that even if you don't want to go out on the porch maybe it's too hot maybe it's raining too much it's windy whatever you still get great views Mm -hmm. because these windows are so huge in there. right right very tall ceilings yeah 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 um so yeah and it just like even just little touches of things that looked more elegant than what you would see or or just you know not i i don't know i don't think elegant is the right word but just upscale mm-hmm. from most of the resorts like when you walk in in the entryway you know they have this um narrow but long counter that you could put whether it's you know keys or your purse or you know whatever you have in your hands as you're walking in and that's you know very beautiful wood they have a lot of um wood 
like uh, if you were to think of cutting trees in, you know, uh, what do you call that, horizontally or yeah. whatever, and, and making artwork out of that. They have that up there. Um, so just a lot of really upscale touches. Like I said, in the bedroom, the nightstands, they weren't just like box nightstands. They had like a very nice facade to them and shapely and things mm -hmm. like that. So just upscale. It felt guys. like a, you know, like an upscale cabin. It really mm -hmm. did. It, yeah. like, you know, I know it is a cabin, you know, but that's what they name it. But that's mm -hmm. what it really, they, the artwork, the decor, the little, a nuance throughout right. it. Um, there's a lot of Pacific Northwest to it. There's some pictures of logging mm -hmm. and stuff throughout there, yeah. you know, but, but in a tasteful way, it right. really, it, it, it is well, we've already mentioned it's well appointed yeah. and that includes uh, the decor. It's, right. it, you really feel comfortable and like you're in the wilderness at exactly. home, you know, so that's really, really nice. I think of all the cab, of all the resorts that we've stayed there, um, it's the least Disney looking in the sense of the artwork that's mm -hmm. around. It's, you know, you don't have as much of that. Um, not that that was good or bad. I, th again, I don't, I think what they provided set the theming and the mood mm -hmm. that, that was achievable there. And I think that was great. Um, you know, it, it was a lot of room the, 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 all the rooms were fairly large, Again, so you could accommodate a lot of people, but even just like the bedrooms were large, you know, even in the the main bedroom, the master bedroom, you know, instead of just like a desk, they had like this area that was almost like a really long shelf desk, but they also had, as we mentioned, plenty of storage areas mm -hmm. and things. So, yeah. Plenty of places to plug in your phone or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, as far as even USB ports and, but also, um, know standard plugs mm -hmm. um all the tvs every single one of them they're all large in mm -hmm. all the bedrooms and you can cast to every mm -hmm. one of them if you want to you know put something on for the right. kids um although they do have the you know a lot of good disney stuff there also there's a television i forgot to mention this earlier there is a television in the mirror right. in the main bathroom so exactly. if you want to sit in the tub yeah with the, the whirlpool and and watch you know a little tv right. you can do that or yeah. whatever where or you're just, getting prepared to go out for the day or right. the night uh, you yeah have just tv right there or doing your makeup or hair yeah. you can have tv i'm on. always doing my makeup <laughs> uh yeah i know it was great um so we checked out, and you may have seen this also on social media. We decided to go ahead and make a quick journey over to Fort Wilderness at Michelle's prompting. <laughs> uh, I was not necessarily in a hurry to do that, but she thought about th this might be a good thing. I'm like, okay, let's go ahead and do that. Um, when we were over there, we decided one of the things that we loved, and um, we didn't have a chance to do it this trip, but we could take it home with us, is mm -hmm. that some of P&J's Southern Takeout's fried chicken dinner that they mm -hmm. have, which we love. It's kind of a nostalgic thing for right. us. Like, yeah, let's, it's just about to be 1130, which is when it changes from breakfast there to lunch. And mm -hmm. so we can pick this up, bring this back with us. So we went over there, um, Michelle mobile ordered it. Mm -hmm. um, we walked in, we were waiting for it to flip over from breakfast to lunch. Um, Michelle quickly had to run out just for a second to go check out something in the shop while we were waiting for the food mm -hmm. to come in. And I noticed a gentleman there that I thought looked very, very <laughs> familiar to me. So Michelle comes back and I said, hey, look, see that guy over there? Is that Tony Baxter? <laughs> Tony Baxter, if you don't know, is a Disney legend yes. and an Imagineering master. Right. Um, 
And you looked at it and thought, you know, maybe yeah. you went over and asked a cast member what she thought. Right. She seemed to think that could be a possibility. So yeah. Michelle went up and Yeah, I asked think she was them, trying not to say yes, but to say yes. I don't I don't be. think they're allowed to maybe right. say yes. You know, but the way she was saying it, it was like, well, you know, he could be. They do come here and, you know, it wouldn't surprise me. Things like that, you know. So Michelle went over and asked him. And yes, sure enough, it's yeah. Tony Baxter. He was picking up some breakfast there <laughs> at the V&J Southern Takeout and it was just... A great guy. Um, we, we, we didn't want to take up a lot of his time because he was having breakfast. Right. We just asked for a quick selfie. Mm-hmm. He was very accommodating to us. You know, we just took a quick right. couple pictures with him. Thanked him for all he's done. He mentioned that uh, Fort Wilderness is the best place right. to stay, which, yes. you know, I mean, maybe the Wilderness Lodge cabins are the best place to stay, <laughs> but uh, we would not disagree because we right. love Fort yeah. Wilderness as yeah, well. Yeah, Fort Wilderness, especially the cabins yeah. there. But yeah. So um, that was just a really special capper right. to this short little trip we yeah, had out to Walt yeah. Disney World. Right, right. And totally unexpected. I mean, but talk about pixie dust and magic. Yeah. yeah. So that was just really, really nice and unexpected and fantastic. So uh, bottom line, um, final impressions on the entire trip, but especially the, the, the cabins itself. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, I I love, 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 love them. Um, I think I mentioned to you while we are there, this would be a great, you know, and it does take up a lot of points. So I don't know if we could do it every year, but if so, yeah. once a year or every other year. we get a lot more points. I know. Every other year or something like that to say this is something special. I think around the holidays would probably also be really, really fun to do. Um, you know, it's just if there's ever like times that uh, and the reason I think of holidays too, is it's a busy time of year. You're trying to get everything done, all the shopping done and things like that. Food preps. It's nice to get away from there and just relax and be in this amazing location. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a really special spot. Mm -hmm. Um, If you can afford it, if you can, if you do have the points, Mm -hmm. if you can find it in your budget to do a night or two, I would suggest two nights because you really want a full day there to check it out and really enjoy it. If you're going to spend that much money or that many points, um, you know, save them up and, and do it. It's well worth it. You know, especially as a special part of, um, you know, some celebration on on a trip, you know, I would, I would say cap off a trip with it. You don't want to go in the middle of then not that there aren't great rooms elsewhere, but you don't want to do that and then go to the all-star resorts or whatever, you know, afterwards, um, you know, have it be at the end of your trip or whatever. It's, as much as, as expensive as they are, as many points as it takes to get there, um, I'd say they're extremely worth it right. doing some yeah. one, at least one time if you can afford yeah. it in your life. Yeah, I think especially the time of year we went where it was at its lowest points. I know that, you know, as it gets closer to really close to holidays, it jumps up. I mean, the beginning part of December is not that bad when, you know, you're using points. But as it gets closer to Christmas the week of Thanksgiving, spring break time, then it really bumps up. And then I don't know in terms of if you're looking at value of that, um, it, you might, again, that's more of a personal thing. Everything is a personal thing. What's value to you? Yeah. But you know, I mean, just to throw it out there, because people can see, so it was 88 points a night. That is the lowest of the year, like any time of the year. Um, early December, parts of January, it's like 94. But like I said, it gets, it gets more, it gets it, most of the year, it's over 100 points, you know, 115 and more, certainly around the holidays, it's even more than that. Um, and if you, 
aren't a DVC member, you can still, they do sell some. I don't know how many they actually um, sell versus DVC, or you can, you know, I know some people rent DVC points, mm -hmm. uh, you know, there's a yeah, market. even if you're not a DVC member, that's right. that's a way to that's do an it. That's an opportunity to do it too. But um, anyways, yeah, so yeah, cool. And, cool. And I would also suggest if you're thinking about doing this, that maybe if you can find like a couple families that would want to go, because there is so much space in there that mm -hmm. you can fit eight people in there comfortably. I right. mean, like seriously comfortably. The couch folds out. There's also a fold-out chair in the right. living room as well. So not only do you have the master bedroom with, mm -hmm. you know, definitely two people easily fits in there. Um, the second bedroom where you've had the queen bed plus the, the, the drop-down mm -hmm. bed, um, from the, the trundle, trundle bed, bed from the wall. And then you have the fold-out couch and a fold-out chair. So it, there's plenty of places to sleep in mm -hmm. there. Um, if you get a couple families that are willing to split the price on it for right. a couple nights, that's a way to do it as well. So. Yeah. I think two families, especially where, you know, because I, I guess I think too in terms of, you know, bathroom facilities and showers and things like that. I mean, obviously if it's a family that, you know, two families where each family has multiple kids, then the fold out couches and right. things end up really being a great thing. Um, and that way I think everybody feels the pretty much the same level of elegance, you know, where I, I think sometimes a two, a two bedroom where you feel like, well, the master bedroom is great, but the secondary bedroom is just a what if, yeah. and that wasn't this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, the secondary bedroom isn't as good as the master bedroom, right. but it's not that far off yeah, of it. It's not, it's, not. It's, 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 it's pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. Um, you're, it's not a huge drop down or, you know, it's not like you're staying in a one bedroom where somebody's. Right. You know, if you're going to go with a couple people, somebody's getting the fold out couch, right, you right. know, that's not necessarily the case. Um, I would also say, like, maybe if you're going to do a party there, like one mm -hmm. night, like, you know, have a couple main guests stay in the bedrooms and maybe right. they pick the higher price. But then if there's some people coming to visit for the night to, to, to have mm -hmm. a you know, party like a Super Bowl party right. or a, a birthday party or whatever, maybe they kick down 20, 30 bucks each or something right, like yeah. that, you know, for this special site right. um, to kind of had this great thing maybe that's a way you can afford sure, it as well sure, yeah. um it, anyway if you can afford it and it's not for everybody not everybody right. can afford this unfortunately but it is a really special place and we highly recommend it most most definitely so that is checking one off our bucket list our stay at the cascade cabins at disney's wilderness Lodge. So apparently we really love that spot because we talked for for a while, but we did want to kind of cover a little bit about Andor, the new Star Wars Disney Plus series that debuted this week. That was the one thing why I was trying to rush home from the, the cabins because I was very, very excited. I'm a big fan of Rogue One. Michelle is as well. Yeah. I was very, very excited for this series. So we wanted to get home and watch it. And um, we were not disappointed, I would say. Right, Michelle? Correct. And it was really great that they had dropped three episodes for that initial view. I think it was really important, especially since the episodes are not super long. They're mm -hmm. only about a half hour episodes right. each. So it's about an hour and a half. But to kind of build where this was going, mm -hmm. um, I, th I thought that the way they it laid out... It was kind of a slow build in those first three episodes. I think if you had only dropped the first episode, not that it would have drawn, driven a lot of people mm -hmm. away, right. but having the three episodes there to kind of carry the story along, I just felt kind of pulled people in more. Right. I would agree with you on that for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, I think it's, um, they're doing kind of, and this is what they've done for every Star Wars series so far. There's a different feel to every single one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, this one feels gritty, dirty. Um, you know, it feels very much, you know, kind of like Rogue One in the fact that, look, you're not getting a lot of what you saw in many of the Star Wars series so far, you know, which has been, and I mentioned this that night, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of Star Wars is focused on the Jedi, the Sith, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the Senate, you know, the Queens, right. you know, all, you know, all this stuff that is kind of the, you know, the top notch, the upper right. echelon right. of the Star Wars universe. This is getting down to the people and where they're living and just barely subsiding, right. you know, somewhere on some of these planets that are being decimated by the empire and, and so forth. And I've kind of like that. It's kind of got that, that down to earth feel to it. Right. I agree. Um, I, I think in comparison to the Obi-Wan series is that one, I guess, because of the relationship between the the two main characters there that you just it was sad you know it it was it was heavy and this it's more it's like um suspenseful mm -hmm. it's like watching a movie uh, you know about something happening and and that's where i think the the movie is intriguing it's not like also kind of with when you looked at the Marvel series where it's like each episode is like leaving more questions to be answered. This is more, I'm here, I'm watching a suspenseful story. I'm getting into it. I, like you said, the, the more common people you're seeing, what is the effect of this? And, you know, it, it's almost like feeling like, oh, that's so natural in what thinking of the timeline of what, what was happening. It really feels like, you know, we're seeing the beginning of the rebellion. And I know that, that this isn't the very beginning of it. It's uh, this is, um, you know, they'll say it says at the beginning, it's five BBY, which is five years before the battle of Yavin. So mm -hmm. from um, Star Wars, a new hope, right. you know, when they blow up the first Death Star, that's where this takes place. So the rebellion has already started moving in that mm -hmm. way at this point. Um, but this still does feel like you can see that where the rebellion came from right. these small systems, you know, right. it wasn't, yes. I mean, there were like, you know, Senator Bail Organa, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. from Alderaan, it was Senator Mon Mothma, you know, right. Princess Leia, all this stuff, you know, from these big names, but it was also what it really came from were these little communities, these little areas on these different systems right. that stood up to their oppressors. And you're kind of getting that feel here. And that's really where what this feels like is the start of the rebellion. Right, right. Like they, they, you know, finally, not only individually were done with what was happening, but then starting to realize coming together as communities mm -hmm. to this would have more impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the cast is great. Uh, of course, Diego Luna reprising his role as Cassian right. Andor. I know Michelle really likes him. He's like, uh, that is a handsome man right there. Uh, I couldn't disagree with that. He's a good looking dude. Sorry, so. babe. That just came out. No, no. Was, uh, it's true. It's a fact. It's a fact. And uh, he's he's just great in that role. Right. And, and yeah. he just stepped right back into it and is Cassian Andor. Right. You know, which, right. Uh, which yeah. I love. 
um, Adria Aruna, who is playing Bix Colleen, who um, is the, the female who you see there mm-hmm. on uh, Ferrix, that is a big part of him connecting um, with uh, the Stellan Skarsgård character is Luther Rail. Um, it's really, it, it's, it's an interesting group for sure. And then the bad guy there, uh, uh, Kyle Soller, who plays Cyril Karn, who is um, kind of that offshoot. It's kind of a, a corporate security branch that is an offshoot kind of, they right. help do security for the empire and some of these mid rim planets right. um, was, was you just, you, he just swarmy, you know, you just yeah. you, you see, he was just this middle management guy that's trying to, you know, make his, make a big impression. Right. You know, yeah. There. And yeah. It was just, you know, it, it just rubs you the wrong way. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Somebody's like, uh, I think I'm going to take advantage, kind of a situation to look fabulous. Right. Anyway, we loved it so far through the first three episodes. We're happy that this is going to be a 12 episode run mm-hmm. for the beginning part. And I right. guess from what I understand, there's going to be another 12 episode run after that. Nice. So plenty of Andor yet to come and we couldn't be happier about it. I, I think we loved it so far. I think you agree, Michelle. Yeah, very much so. Uh, and again, you know, I'm seeing it in a lot, like we talked about with the D23 um, convention that they were saying it or expo that they were saying it over and over. I'm seeing it in a lot of st- things that are in social media and print that Disney says, but storytelling, that's what they are right now. They are, they know they're good at it and they're really embracing it. And this is storytelling at its finest. Yeah, it's great. I can't wait to see where it goes and yeah. uh, very excited for uh, more and more of Andor. Now let's quickly get to the Disney stories. Oh, of the and week. they have a really cute droid. Yes. Which is Michelle is big time on always <laughs> any more droids she can add yes. to the universe. She's all about it for yes. sure. For sure. So uh, quickly, the Disney stories of the week. I just have one for you this week. And it is that we now know a little bit more about when you'll be able to use Magic Band Plus at the happiest place on earth. This has been something we've been waiting on for so long Mm -hmm. just to have Magic Band in general. We're like, why don't they ever do it at Disneyland? Let's get it going. There's it seems like they had some of the plays, the tap stations where they could use it. Let's get it going. Well, it's finally about to happen. Uh, this from the Disney Parks blog. They say this fall, we are in fall now. Happy Just fall, started, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Um, Magic Band Plus will make its momentous debut at the Disneyland Resort, bringing the wearable technology to the West Coast for the first time. So fall extends for a while here. Yeah. And there's no exact date <laughs> on it, but no, it's coming very, very soon. Right. Yeah. No, it's it's truly exciting. Like you said, we've, all, we've been out there. We've seen evidence that they could have had it earlier so it's great that they're finally going to be incorporating it and uh you know have some same functionality and some unique to disneyland functionality yeah yeah, so uh very excited for that uh they go on to say launched at walt disney world earlier this summer magic band plus is a next generation wearable that enables you to see and feel park experiences in a new way thanks to smart features like color changing led lights haptic vibrations and gesture recognition available in a growing assortment of designs and colors you were looking at it this morning you saw a bunch of new ones didn't you? yeah they added a whole bunch Mm -hmm. of you know I, i think of the way i said it is you know they they had some nice generic ones that we really were excited about but now 
they are a next level yeah. of amazing. And I'm sure we'll be adding more and more, yeah. as, especially as we approach for Disneyland's uh, use of this. Uh, Magic Band Plus offers another opportunity to show off your personal style in the parks. It's also rechargeable with the included charging cable and waterproof, keeping the fun going and going. When Magic Band Plus is paired with a smartphone device through the Disneyland app, it unlocks personalization options such as selecting unique light colors and adjusting the vibration and motion recognition settings, all things that we have used a little mm-hmm. bit of mm-hmm. already with Walt Disney World. Uh, now, some of you who haven't visited the Walt Disney World Resort, uh, you may not know what Magic Band Plus can do. So here are just a few ways that it will make your parks visit easier and more fun. Um, you can connect your Magic Band Plus to your theme park ticket or Magic Key Pass in the Disneyland app. So yes, you can just tap using that. Now, you, anybody who's going to Walt Disney World, you know, using the Magic Band, you, that's just the way you can go in. Yeah, now you're going to be able to do that at Disneyland as well. So happy about yes. that. <laughs> uh, of course, you will still need the the, the ticket that right. is a valid and a you know, park reservation just because right. you have a Magic Band Plus doesn't mean you're going to get to go walk into the parks anytime you want. Um, but it will help you get in quicker when you want to go in, or at least it'll make mm-hmm. the, you know, It'll make it a little bit easier for you. Uh, you'll also be able to use it to check into Lightning Lane entrances if you either buy the individual mm-hmm. Lightning Lanes or if you get Genie Plus right. and secure Lightning Lane somewhere, you can just be able to tap that in right. rather than having to use your phone or your ticket to get in. Uh, also, capturing precious memories with a Disney PhotoPass photographer, you will tap that rather than use your ticket or your pass now. So they'll just be able to tap it right on your mm-hmm. Magic Band Plus and that'll uh, link all your photos to your Disneyland app as well. Uh, Magic Band Plus also adds new immersive elements and surprises to park experiences in sync with special moments during like select nighttime spectaculars. Uh, Your Magic Band will complement the magic in the skies by pulsing with colorful dancing lights and vibrations. Magic Band Plus will come to life during World of Color, the Disney California Adventure Park, and Fantasmic and other select nighttime shows in Disneyland Park. And yes, we've done this at Walt Disney World as well. You'll also be able to explore Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland Park like never before with Star Wars Batu Bounty Hunters Interactive Quest. Mm-hmm. That was the one we were talking about a few episodes back that we experienced right. for the first time where you could kind of go and find, you go and you tap at a space, they'll give you a bounty to go find and right. then it would kind of do a hot cold thing where it would vibrate to right. lead you to the a colors, door. Yeah. Yeah, where that uh, that bounty was, and then you can use it with your app to kind of see who that bounty is right. once you've discovered them. Return back and collect your bounty, and then go get another one right. and, and do this kind of treasure hunt, uh, looking for these uh, these bounties as you go there. So you'll be able to do that once it comes out at the Disneyland Park as well. Yeah, yeah. So as I said, that one sounds very similar to to the one you we can do at Disney World, and I love how. Disney is doing the technology now, you know, yes, you're doing your magic band and the app, uh, but for augmented reality, you know, and I know that virtual reality is a big thing, but I think augmented reality has a lot of great features to it, which, which you feel like feels a little bit more normal, right? You're walking around and you're not walking around with the headset on your eyes. You're actually getting to experience a regular part of the park. But then, like you said, you're finding your 
bounty behind a door. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're getting that also with the uh, 50th anniversary statues, mm-hmm. the golden statues through uh, Walt Disney World Resort. So this is just the beginning of this. There's going to be a lot more to come right. using that. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me, yes, that uh, Bounty Hunters game at Batuu is the start at Disneyland. I'm sure there'll be a lot of other ways. It wouldn't surprise me if there's something that happens right. at Avengers Campus coming right. very soon as well. Um, they haven't, this is just guessing on stuff. I, I don't I don't have any knowledge on this. Right. But I think there could be a lot more ways to come. And they even say that, that, that this is just the beginning. There's going to be a lot more ways to use your Magic Band Plus coming sure. in the future. I sure. would imagine not only is that at Disneyland, it'll also be at Walt Disney World as well. Right. Yeah. They're still expanding on it too. Like for right now, it will not open your doors at a Disneyland resort. But eventually. But it will. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're still, that to, yeah, they're to still getting, coming, yeah. you know, building the technology to be supported by yeah. it. So lots of great stuff coming. Very excited for that. Even though we're not going to be going to Disneyland anytime in the very, very near future, we are looking forward to when we get back and then being able to use Magic Band Plus there finally again. And so happy for all of you who, like we used to be, are regular Disneyland visitors that will get to experience that technology, possibly for the first time if you haven't been to the Walt Disney World Resort. True, true. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, well, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, awesome, amazing, (laughs) all things great in the world. You know, she does the best research. You heard last week she has the best lists, but she definitely has the very best tips. So here is Michelle's tip of the week. Okay. So, um, you know, considering what's going on right now with a tropical storm, Ian, which is expected to be a hurricane, I thought, hmm, rain is on my brain right now. <laughs> so I thought I would talk, talk a little bit about uh, being at the parks and rain. And, you know, just actually looking at, you know, again, the positive side, rain can really help experience your park, your park experience to be even better, you know, because a lot of times the crowds really start to thin when the rain starts coming down. So um, it shouldn't be something that you would necessarily feel is a need to leave or a need to feel like your trip has come to a a screeching halt. But preparation can make that that uh, more more enjoyable, um, and that and that's really key. And and obviously, and a lot of people know about you know the ponchos and other rain gear, umbrellas, and things like that. Um, I think we've mentioned it in the past, but just as a reminder, is uh, making sure you have uh, a poncho or some kind of cover for if you have a stroller with you as well. Um, that sometimes I think is something that we tend to forget. Uh, the other thing is uh, wearing a baseball cap underneath your poncho can actually help keep your face a little drier and feel a little more comfortable because it's, you know, holding it the, the end of it out a little further. Some other things you can do is uh, if you know rain is going to be in the forecast and in, in Florida that especially seasonally, that's regularly. pretty regularly. Um, it's just how much of or how duration, but uh, you might want to bring some flip-flops that you or some other waterproof footwear that you can change into. Or at least another pair of socks. Right. Um, thank you. I was going to say socks too, so that's good. Um, yeah, to uh, keep those things dry so when the rain's done, you can put them back on, have nice dry feet. Um, like you said, if nothing else, bring extra pair of socks. Wet feet really increase the risk for blisters so you don't want to continue walking around with... just weird squash squish squish yes. squish squish yeah. um so if you're staying off property or if you're 
at a park where your resort is further away and maybe not be convenient if you got soaking wet or whatever, you might want to think about renting a locker and putting a spare something, whether it's a spare t-shirt and socks or shoes or whatever you want, but that you could have easy access to and not feel like you're carrying it around in your backpack. I bring a spare Elsa gown wherever I go. I know you do. I know you do. Wherever I go. (laughs) That's true. Just talking Disney parks. Um, and then the other, <laughs> you're just so funny. Um, then the other thing is to also consider, um, well, one, protecting your electronics, your phone and things. So you might want to have some, you know, one of those sealable bags, but definitely uh, a small towel in a sealable bag, resealable bag. Uh, we like those um, microfiber towels. You know, they're much more absorbent. They're lighter weight. Um, and have that. So once the rain is done, you can really, you know, you're taking off your poncho. You can really get rid of all that dampness around mm-hmm. and start fresh again. That's great. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting because uh, I, rain can seem like a deterrent mm-hmm. and it really it is for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can fight your way through it, if you don't mind being a little uncomfortable for a little while, because the rain will pass right. mo- almost all the time in Florida, right. it'll dump right. a lot yeah. for a short amount of time. But that will chase a lot of people out of the park. Right, yeah. And that is a great time to take advantage of that for that immediate time right afterwards yeah. to go ahead and hit up some of the attractions that maybe are a little busier and you won't get on a lot of Definitely. at that point. Yeah, so if have... you can tough it out, if you're prepared for it, it can be really advantageous for you during your trip to use that rain time. Right. Plus it gets cooler. You know, it can be like a hot near pushing a hundred right. during the day and then it rains. And then right after that, the, the temperature drops by 10, 15 degrees for a little while. Right. You know? exactly. and it's really, really pleasant yeah. to be walking the around. Humidity the has dropped because yeah. it's already rained on you. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, definitely. So well, like you said, it, it definitely reduces the wait time at, at the, the attractions. Um, and there are some attractions that are longer than others that you can mm-hmm. say, hey, if it's really pouring down, let me try to get into um, Carousel of Progress mm-hmm. or something like that, that you can be indoors for a yeah, while as well. Fill our magic, you right. know, something along those lines. Yep, for sure. So, so anyway. Great tip, Michelle's tip. <laughs> Always the best tip. Uh, my tip real quickly, and this is something that I was inspired by because of uh, a couple of our last trips, uh, you know, Nikki's not so scary Halloween party was going on uh, both of those trips. Mm-hmm. Um, and one thing that we discovered, and we kind of knew this to begin with, but it was proven to us a couple trips ago when we went out there that there's a one great way to get a lot of the Magic Kingdom in in a very short time mm-hmm. on those nights when there is a special party party going on now you know obviously the park when there's a party it's going to close early you know right. so you're not going to be staying at the park till uh, 11 p.m so it's up to you on what you want to do with your ticket that day if you know just staying till 6 p.m is enough for you but if you happen to have a park hopper option with your annual pass or your ticket going there in the afternoon on one of those party nights mm-hmm is actually a great way to get a lot in in a very short amount of time. That's because, you know, you'll find out around that time, people know the park is closing at six. So around about two o'clock to four o'clock, people are starting to make their way to the exits. You know, they're going to go to either hop to another park where they can spend the rest of the evening or back to their resort or do both. Mm -hmm. So they're starting to make their way out. Now, the party guests for Mickey's Not So Scary or Very Merry or whatever it may be, they can't get in till about 4 p.m., right. assuming that is a 6 p.m. You know, time when they actually can, the party begins. Right. So there's that little buffer time as people are leaving and before the other people can get in. And even that time at 4 p.m. when they're just barely starting to trickle in. Right. 
that the crowds are actually pretty low at Magic Kingdom. And Magic Kingdom can be very busy, as we yes. all know. Um, it's a great time during that period right there to hop over and get on some of the more popular attractions, some of the right. attractions you love. You'll you'll see some lesser wait times uh, during that space right. because either people are heading out or they're just starting to get in. So take advantage of that on those party nights. If you you know have that time, you maybe you're not going to the party, whatever. Or if you have that park hopper and you're also going to the party as well, you know, go ahead and jump over there early because you can go into the park early right. if you have a park hopper pass and Very go in there and yeah. use it up. Uh, get in there a little bit early and enjoy that time as well, that extended time in the parks. Right. No, that's a great tip, honey. And actually, uh, you know, for people who don't have park hoppers, they may think that wouldn't be the day to go to Magic Kingdom because it's a shorter day. But actually, that's what makes it a, a lot of people day. are thinking a that, lot of yeah. people are thinking that so they're like okay i don't have a park park hopper and it closes at six so i'm gonna go to animal kingdom park today well that's the way you can get in and it, it might it's generally speaking a lighter crowd even from the beginning of the yeah. day so, so uh, but, but take, like you're saying definitely that 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 early afternoon um it really is reduced yeah it's it's really nice um take advantage of that for sure for sure so that's it for this week next week we already alluded to it to, uh, to it earlier in the episode we're very excited to be talking with frank and jen from theme park thursday with dillo's diz yeah. we had a wonderful conversation with them earlier in the week which we'll be posting uh next week uh they talked with us all about their recent disney cruise right. um for Jen, it had been her first time in about a decade going right. on a Disney cruise. Frank had never been on a Disney cruise before. So we'll find out their thoughts on it, uh, what would they enjoyed, what maybe they didn't like as much. What they recommend. What they recommend. And also, you know, we'll find out if they would do it again. Mm -hmm. So, But more than anything else, they're just great people and we had a wonderful, wonderful time talking with yeah, them. Yeah, I couldn't say that better yeah so you'll want to definitely tune in and listen to that as for today's show we appreciate that you joined us today in the future you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts over the very best place to find us is on our own website hyperionadventurespodcast.com and while you're there you'll be invited to sign up for the newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. Just a great way to be involved in the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Another great way is to follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Yeah, and share with us what's going really fun in your life. Yeah, whether it be Disney related or just personal, whatever. Right. We like uh, all that positive energy. Yeah that is shared on that site uh, also um, if you want to find some of our videos we have some old ones there and we have some new ones coming on YouTube uh, just go there do a quick search for Hyperion Adventures podcast hit subscribe you'll know whenever we have a new video and if you ever want to contact us for any reason please hit us up at our Gmail account Hyperion Adventures podcast at gmail.com yes and we love hearing from you uh, whether you're using that through Gmail or social media uh, what's really helpful for us is uh, giving us a review. Yep, that helps in so many ways and even easier for you to just tell your friends about this show. Sure. That's a great way to, for people to find out that this show exists and we appreciate everybody who's either given us a review, given us a rating, or just told a friend or just listened. Mm -hmm. Thank you for even just listening to the show. Exactly. We appreciate that so much. So that's it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.